I'm Rona Akbari, and I'm Nigin Jasmine. This is Just Warm Spaces, a micropod about creativity, life, and culture. The intention of this podcast is to have meaningful conversations that Rona and I just feel like aren't had enough. Hi, Nagin. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm nursing a little bit of a caffeine headache. I went a little too hard on this drip coffee I had this morning, um, so I've just been hydrating all day. But other than that, I'm I'm chilling. I know that feeling. Was it coffee that you made at home, or did you go out and get it? Yeah, it was coffee I made at home um, using this new... Like, I don't even know the name of it, but it's, um, like a pour-over kind of situation. Yeah. And I think I put too many coffee grounds in it. Um, yeah. My cousin, Safa, gifted me a coffee grinder for my birthday. And so Mm. I've been able to, like, grind the beans before actually pouring hot water over it. And it's been such a lovely process in the mornings now, having that Mm. little routine in there. It also just makes the coffee taste that much better somehow. But I'm doing well. It's um, such a beautiful day outside. And I've just been running some errands today, cleaning, did a face mask earlier. Did you get any hummingbirds today? I did. <laughs> oh! Do they have a schedule that they just like show up or do I they don't... just come whatever? So I got a hummingbird feeder, which I have told everybody at this point. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Um, and I had to make hummingbird nectar, which is literally just sugar and water boiled. Um, and I placed it on our balcony and I've just been watching hummingbirds come and like drink the nectar and I'm always just like Nusha John hummingbirds. I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah, it, that's been it. It's been up for like a week now and I've caught a few hummingbirds up there. It's like super exciting whenever one visits. That's awesome. Today we're talking about obsession. Obsessions. We all have them. Cue Mariah Carey. Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with obsessed me? Obsessed with me. Yeah, you know, obsession comes in a lot of different forms. We could be obsessed with things. We can be obsessed with celebrities. We could be obsessed with ourselves. We could be obsessed with other people. Mm -hmm. We could be obsessed with ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Dream worlds that don't exist. Yeah. We can spend our whole lives just like being obsessed with a certain idea or a certain image. And then sometimes we can just miss out on the present moment because of that. It's so easy to slip into that, yeah. Um, 
what have you been obsessed with lately, Nagin? I've been obsessed with leaving my phone at home. <laughs> um, that's something that I recommend to everybody. I I know and it, I know it's a scary thing to do, especially in twenty twenty, because there is such a heavy reliance on it, right? Like, what if I'll need my friends? What if I'll need my parents? What if I'll need the ambulance, like, your head can go so many places, um, but if I know that it's, you know, somewhere that's close, and if I'll, I'll sometimes tell my friends beforehand, like, hey, I might not be responsive today, um, just so that no one's worried, or I'll, like, get my phone call with my parents out of the way beforehand, and then Mm -hmm. I'll just leave my phone at home, and go for a walk, or go do some errands that are nearby, um, I can get really sucked into my phone, leaving my phone at home and not, and like, you know, you go to reach for it and you, you can't cause it's not there. Yeah. You're like slowly yeah. breaking the habit. Yeah. Which has been really great. And so, yeah, I'll, in the mornings I'll, I'll, uh, leave my phone at home, get my coffee and just go to a park and read. Uh, right now I'm reading this book called... Awakening Intuition by Frances Vaughan. I might have said her name wrong, her last name. But um, yeah, this book is all about focusing. And it's all about honing your intuition and mm. and breaking like patterns that don't allow you to be present. What are some things that you've been obsessed with? Um, right now... Whoa, I feel like right now I'm obsessed with um, film in a way that I haven't been before. I've just had a lot of time to, like, explore what film photography's like. I mean, like, you helped me pick out a camera, and, like, before, you know, before the pandemic, I didn't always... Well, before the pandemic, I didn't have a a film SLR. I only ever had point and shoots, so I'm learning how to use that, and I'm looking up Yay. different types of um like different types of negatives and like styles and stuff, and that's been really cool. I didn't always think that you know equipment and things like this mattered. Um, I was under the impression that like whatever equip well I still believe this is just like whatever equipment you have is good enough um but I also was surrounded by a lot of like equipment bros in college who like really turned me off to the technical side of the art form um and just made me feel kind of like I would never be smart enough or like I was too dumb to like participate um and also there was like a there's a money thing too where it's like film costs a lot um so that kind of turned me off too but um, I've been really like into searching different cameras and different styles and um, yeah, like ordering different types of like, I guess, what would you call it? Like the negatives? Film. Like the film? Yeah, yeah. The different types of film. Yeah. That's really exciting. I, yeah. you know, I learn photography through film cameras and I think it's one of the best ways that you can really understand how to compose an image and it kind of forces you to look at things differently and I also love the idea that 
you really only have 24 or 36 exposures, so you have to be mindful of what you're capturing. Um, I was actually going to bring up um, this roll of film that I just ordered. It's Ooh. from BKIFI, which is this mom and daughter owned shop in Brooklyn. And all of their film have um, little designs in them, which is really cute. Like the one that I ordered has red hearts on them. And they have so many different designs and looks. And my friend Maya uh, introduced me to them and their their work is really beautiful. Um, but I'm also trying to stop freaking out about what to capture on it because you know it's even it's suddenly even more special than than regular film and so I want every shot to be beautiful and like work well with the hearts but I'm also trying to let go of that and let go of perfection which is something you and I have talked about and I think Mm -hmm. that film allows you to space the space to do that totally yeah and I think you know these obsessions are linked like the obsession with perfection also comes up with this like other beautiful obsession which is the obsession for photography and the obsession with capturing moments um and they can work against each other or they can work in tandem with each other and you know you got to find a balance right and me leaving my phone at home is even so hard for me because there are so many things I'll see and I want to take a photo of and Mm. instead of even taking my phone with me I'll just take my film camera with me now because Mm. now I won't take it on my phone and I'll actually pay more attention to my surroundings or sometimes I just won't take either and I'll just appreciate the moment for what it is uh, which is a practice that I need to be doing because I feel like I'm constantly leaving the present to to capture a moment you know like I can't help it and it's something that I I want I mean I know it it is just a part of who I am but it's also you know like I want to be able to experience the present more and have some visuals just be stuck in my mind this reminds me a lot of um the author Jenny O'Dell she does this she wrote this book called how to do nothing Mm. resisting the attention economy And it's kind of like an anti-technology book that is about, you know, going back to nature and going on nature walks and leaving your phone and, you know, how to engage with the world in a more analog way back to, you know, how we used to or before any of these other things existed Um, and how technology extracts our energy and extracts our attention Um, And that is, like, the currency of, you know, social media is, like, our technology, or or our attention is the currency of social media. So it's, like, what happens when we turn that attention back into the world and, you know, leave our compulsion to record everything or leave our compulsion to post everything on a story. Um, And it's, like, what where do we extract the value in those kind of engagements like the value then becomes it becomes like a a, like a life value like a value for yourself and you know maybe no one's going to remember that flower that you saw except for you unless you like describe to someone 
what it looked like, you know? So it's a different way of being in the world that's kind of invaluable. Yeah. That reminds me of this quote from this novel I read called Luster by Raven Leilani. And there's this quote that goes like, some things you should just keep for yourself. It's something along those lines. Um, Mm. I think about it a lot. I think about that whole novel a lot. It's, it was so hilarious and heartbreaking and beautiful. And so much of it resonates with how women in their mid twenties participate in the world, especially with men and Mm. yeah so that was just a quote that really stuck out and I think that that applies here you know just keep Mm. some things to yourself I love that idea yeah I love that too I love like having we always talk about like our bubbles right it's like some things you just keep to yourself and like you're building your bubble and Mm. like Maybe one day, like, someone will come along where, like, you feel like you can trust them to, like, enter your bubble and, like, know these things. But keeping them to yourself is just, like, you're building your palace. Right. You're building your garden. Right. There's, like, an an extra specialty that comes from it because it's, you know, it's just cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's cool to have that. Yeah. Um... Have you ever experienced a scenario where, like, you're really obsessed with something, but no one else is, and it's, like, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am someone who can get, like, really, really obsessed about, like, a project or about a certain, you know, like, there was a time in my life where I was going to the record store like every single day because I was on a hunt you know it's this like weird thing that takes over where I'm like on a hunt Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it even it even happens where I'll be you know I'll start an embroidery for example and I'm so obsessed Mm -hmm. with the idea of finishing it that I will completely neglect my needs my physical needs where I'll just find myself eight hours later completed with the embroidery but like I'm hunched in the corner I haven't eaten or drank any water like my back hurts because I I just get in this mode and you know the other day I was like obsessed with finding like the perfect type of paper to make prints on and I think you caught a glimpse of it but I yeah (laughs) I get so it's kind of a it's really draining for sure. Yeah. And I wish I could find a way to balance it out. Or maybe I just have to accept that sometimes I get in these little, little, whatever they are. Um, yeah. And yeah, definitely. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also like, for me, I've experienced those feelings too. But it's like, I feel the most alive when I right. get in that flow. Or like right. get it's in addicting. Those- yeah, it literally is. <laughs> it's yeah. like drugs. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> like uh, gotta get my next fix. <laughs> yeah. Gotta find the next good record. Uh, yeah. Or 
find the, the next camera paper. yeah exactly like paper yeah yeah or like plants you know i'm mm-hmm. you know i i love plants and and but it's not nowhere near where my friend is at right now her mm-hmm. room we counted i think there's like 45 plants in there wow yeah yeah i mean the the thing that sucks about obsessions is that it gets expensive <laughs> yeah it does yeah. Especially if you <laughs> Yeah, I mean like no offense I'm this might be taken offensive, but like especially if you have like taste, right? Or it's like we always talk about like um when your taste level is higher than like what you have available to you or something, you know, like you can be a little distraught. <sighs> yeah. Do you think that obsessions kind of fill a type of void and help you neglect something that you're trying to ignore or yeah you know is it just like a distraction it can be I think um with crushes it definitely is a distraction like when I get really obsessed with you know, a crush that's both, like, someone I know or someone I don't know, you know, if it's a celebrity crush or something, like, it's totally just me distracting myself. Right. Um, and projecting your ideals onto this person you don't even know. Yeah. Because it's a crush. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, I think with the other things, too, it becomes, like, a distraction, too, where it's, like, okay, like, um, or not a distraction, but, like, a projection. Like, there's a reason why I'm you know obsessed with this certain type of camera it's because if you know I think I've I think somehow like I'm gonna be a better photographer with this camera or like my style's gonna evolve better with this camera and like I have this dream world in my head where I'm like the next type of you know photos I take will have a certain vibe or something and it's like well you know we don't know that that's just like me projecting like what this camera will do for me or whatever right Um, or like my you know my room will like somehow transform if I have more plans which it will but also like will I be happier in the end maybe I don't know yeah I you know I do think that you can find happiness in things. And I know that that's an idea that lots of people are really against, you know? There isn't happiness in material items, but I think that as I've built my own home this past year, I've been really intentional about the things I keep around me. And and having that intention with each thing it it makes it special and it makes it sweet and it makes me happy you know like i am also really into ceramics right now um i wouldn't say i'm obsessed because it's just like a collection that i think i am growing right now but i can see myself becoming obsessed with this really quickly yeah. Especially since I've been wanting to take ceramics classes for ju- such a long time. Ooh, yeah. But they're, like, so expensive, especially in yeah. L.A. So I'm just kind of, like, following a bunch of ceramic Instagrams, uh, doing some research, uh, going to local shops and, like, finding really cute pieces. I bought this yeah. one cup, and I loved the design of it, but I knew it was, like, uh-huh. way too small to drink coffee or tea out of. Mm-hmm. But now it holds all my makeup brushes and it's you know it's like little touches like that that I leave around my house that is 
really sweet and totally do you remember that part in jenny slate's book where she talks about how she likes to like line her things yes i think you just held up little weirds i did i Um, was gonna bring that up with something i'm obsessed with is her and her oh yeah 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 but go on. I mean, I'll let I'll let you take it away. Then. No, 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 no. You go but, on. You know, okay, so the so there was that part. I don't know if you remember where she talks about how she likes to have her things, like lining the hallways. Like she likes to have yeah. you know her places in a certain way, so that when she's walking throughout her house, she knows where everything is, and it yeah. makes her feel intentional, and it makes her feel like she's at home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Jenny Slate. Um, I know. Again, that's from her book, Little Weirds. I read that when the pandemic first hit, and I was in Arizona at home. And this book just brought me so much peace, because it really is about her relationship with herself and things and obsessions. And I also really love this overall theme in the book where she talks about treats, like... Mm. her love for treats and how she feels like if she does something she deserves a treat and I really resonated with that I don't know about you but sometimes I'll be like well you know I deserve this because I did this and this and this you know I I don't see myself ever going to a place and being like well sure I like it so I'll get it it's always like do I deserve it which yeah is kind of sad, but it also mm. is just how it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like you you always deserve a good thing. Yeah, you always deserve you a always good thing. You deserve good things. Um, I have really been obsessed with kind of changing something about my appearance as of lately, mm. just because I feel kind of bored (laughs) and instead of cutting my bangs (laughs) (laughs) I decided to take myself to Ulta and get some makeup which I never do I never just go out of my way to like buy makeup products I kind of just stumble upon them and also this Ulta I went to was my first time going and it was it was like hard to get to (laughs) you'd be surprised I I thought that there would be more Ulta's around in Los Angeles, but it was like 30 Mm -hmm. minutes away. Um, It was still really nice. But I got this eyeshadow palette. It's it's Lisa Frank themed, and the colors are so bright and pretty, and it's just, I'm kind of experimenting with eyeshadow right now, and it's been such a subtle touch, but it makes me feel good, and I like it. And it's funny, because when I was at Ulta, uh, the lady was like showing me all these different palettes and I was just stuck on the Lisa Frank one. I was like, I don't even care about the colors. It's Lisa Frank, which yes. is, you know, something I was obsessed with as a kid. Oh, Entirely yes. obsessed with Lisa Frank. I just yes. loved it. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful that you get to reconnect with your childhood obsession through this newfound obsession. Right. Yeah, these things really did begin when we were kids. I mean, even, yeah. you know, like, having brown parents and coming from these backgrounds, we never really were... F- I don't think minimalism was something that 
we ever practiced, right? It was no. like having things around makes your home mm-hmm. homier and mm-hmm. and reminds you where you came from and that's kind of how I grew up, right? It was like yeah. Minimalism wasn't a thing. No, not at all. Would you like to share a song that you've been listening to lately? Um, I know 2020 Wrapped came out, so. So the song that I can't stop listening to is Baby, Now That I Found You by Alison Krauss, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She is a folk singer, like a bluegrass Mm -hmm. singer, and Mm -hmm. she just has the most angelic voice and that song is just so sweet um i think it's originally by the foundations um and she did like a little cover of it yeah um it's just a sweet sweet little love song i love that Mm -hmm. what song have you been listening to i've been listening to tezeta by Malatu Astatke. Tezeta translates to nostalgia. It's um, this really gorgeous song that actually makes you feel extremely nostalgic. Wherever you are in life, you'll like press play and uh, the feelings of nostalgia take over. Um, it's by this Ethiopian jazz musician whose story is really beautiful and his whole album called the Ethiopics, I think um volume four ethio jazz is um something worth listening to mm. i think that song's on one of your like road trip playlists i listen to it a lot Aww, <laughs> <laughs> it's cute Well, well, another great episode in the books. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nikeen, for showing up, for always being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Joshua Hill for the music and Zarlesh Zia for the beautiful artwork that is our podcast cover. Yes. Also, if you would like to send us an email... You can do so at spaceforusjournal at gmail.com. Thanks again. Hope you're having a lovely day or night. Catch you later. Catch you later.